We've all heard it before. It's who you know. Welcome to Social Capital, a weekly podcast that dives into social relationships and why the investment you put into them is so important. Your host, Lori Hybe, will connect with industry-leading professionals and dive into their networking experiences and expert advice. Hey, everybody. Lori Hybe here. Welcome to the Social Capital Podcast. Our show notes are found at socialcapitalpodcast.com. If you'd like to get more involved in the conversation, join our Facebook group at Social Capital Network, a community of trust, reciprocity, and relationships. LinkedIn is a channel that you'll actually find me most active on. If you are not yet connected to me, um, feel free to send me a note to connect, or you can simply just hit the follow button and you'll see a lot of tangible impactful advice around digital marketing. Social Capital Podcast is sponsored by Keystone Click, a strategic digital marketing agency hosting bi-weekly educational webinars. You can check out more at keystoneclick.com forward slash webinars. Today's guest is Katie Dooley. Katie is the founder of Paper Lime Creative, a branding and design agency in Edmonton. Her love of design and art took shape in an onion young age. And since then, she's been soaking in as much knowledge about art, business, and design as she can. She takes the time to listen to people's unique stories and goals to to deliver, to deliver standout work. It's one of many reasons why Paperline Creative is known as a collaborative design agency. Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Lori. (laughs) Thanks for putting up with my stumbling of your bio. My goodness. You did great. Uh, let's talk about branding. So why, what is branding and why is it important? Diving right in. I love it. Mm-hmm. What is branding? So branding, I define branding as every interaction people have with your business. So there's often a misconception that your logo is your brand, but it's actually a lot more than that. Uh, so it's our job at Paper Alarm Creative to make sure that those touch points that your clients have with your business are impactful and meaningful and get you the right customers to serve. I love that. I I agree. It's so much more than just the logo. I I know a number of startups that think that their brand equals logo, but it, it is way more than that. So let's talk about that. How does a business owner start that branding process? We recommend that business owners start that process by figuring out who they want to work with and who that ideal customer is and what that ideal customer is buying. So you can put the right time and effort into marketing the right product or service that you have and marketing it to the right people, because that's where you'll get the the biggest returns on your branding. How can branding help networking? I... I love this question, actually. (laughs) Um, Branding can help your networking because it helps you know where to go. Uh, I have a great client story for this. I was um, working with a good friend of mine on really defining her ideal customer. And we realized, and I, we have some of this mutual customers. So I knew who she was talking about. And we realized all of her customers were the same type of person. They all dressed the same. you know, we were joking. I realized that they all had really well-kept beards. So now when she goes to a networking event, she can go and physically find those people. She knows what they look like and chances are they'll be in an industry that she can work with. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It was, it was really funny when we yeah. like, like I said, I knew who she was talking about. I was like, wow, they all dress the same. 
and they all have beards and they all keep their beards really nice. Wow. So, so, so really understanding your customer is important. (laughs) Absolutely. Because then she can, you know, in this client's case, then she can know what networking events to go to or where to show up online for networking. Like you were talking about LinkedIn in your intro. Mm -hmm. Um, And then to know what people to introduce herself to in those events, it saves you so much time. If I mean, obviously building relationships and just growing your network is important, but if you're looking for to convert someone to a client from a networking event, um, knowing who to walk up to and introduce yourself is really important. Can you share the story behind the, the name of your business, Paper Lime Creative? Oh, totally. Um, I say it's our fresh and fun approach to print design and branding. So my background started in print design and then it evolved into everything else because (laughs) you can do quite a bit with print design, but you can help your client way more when you understand the brand strategy behind it. Mm -hmm. Totally. Love that. Um, I'm going to pause right here for a quick message from our sponsor. Social Capital is sponsored by Bamboo Reach. Bamboo Reach, a division of Keystone Click, offers fresh, cost-effective websites and marketing services for the solopreneur and micro-business owner so they can confidently promote their business online. As a small business owner, you have a lot of expertise to offer your ideal customer. Let Bamboo Reach take the stress out of your website development and marketing messaging so that you can grow and focus on what you do well. Visit BambooReach.com to learn more. Katie, as you know, this show is all about networking, which we kind of briefly touched on just a moment ago. But my goal is to help alleviate any fear that people have when they hear that word. So can you help me do that by sharing one of your favorite networking stories or experiences that you've had? I think I think my favorite networking experiences are when you realize how how small it all is, you know, the six degrees of separation, which I think they're saying is more like three or four. Yep. Um, I had one actually where an old friend of mine that I hadn't seen or heard from in years had actually married someone that I was actively networking with. And I found out after the fact, which I just, <laughs> I was like, That's oh my amazing. goodness, I didn't realize you were married to her. <laughs> so, uh, you know, That's I awesome. think, you know, we worry so much about you know, getting business or meeting people or having to be extroverted and put ourselves out there, but it's all about relationships at the end of the day. And I think, you know, some of those fun, you know, coincidences, I guess, makes lot yes. so interesting. Absolutely. There's, um, I, that remind me of fun, a funny story when, when COVID was uh, early on and everyone was doing the, the zoom kind of get together meetings or hangouts with friends. Um, we had like a, a virtual Zoom prom with my close friend group where we just, we all dressed up from home, which was fun. But then we shared our old like prom pictures from when we were in high school, which is hilarious. <laughs> but two friends of ours, this is so bizarre. Their prom dates, they went to different schools, ended up marrying each other. <laughs> we would have never known that if we didn't do this. It, it's just so random. <laughs> And that happens all the time once you start networking more. Totally. 
and going deep and, you know, peeling the onion type questions, not just the like super businessy type conversations. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, in addition to that story, so I, they were like family friends. So I was like, mom, did you know that so-and-so married this guy? And she's like, yeah, we gave them our washing machine. Okay. Like, (laughs) like long before I'd even started my business and thought about networking, like my mom gave this couple their old washing machine. And I was like, okay, you know, just like weird stuff like that. Now I can go back and be like, Hey, did you know you have my mom's washing machine? (laughs) It's so so random. All right. So how do you stay in front of and best nurture the, your network in your community? Um, I mean, on an ongoing basis, I, I track, who I network with and be sure to, you know, send follow-up emails or book follow-up coffee dates. Um, I think it's just, you know, making a part of your regular schedule that, you know, I always have some sort of either networking event or a one-on-one coffee booked with someone in my calendar. And it's, you know, it's just a part of doing business and I can't imagine a week where there isn't something in there. It is important to always um, take that next step. You know, what, what's the next thing that we're going to do or just to, to be a resource with that network. So um, what advice would you offer your to business professionals who are really looking to grow their network? I would say try something new. I think, you know, we can get really comfortable with what our networking routine looks like and that's great, especially to build those long-term relationships, but to put yourself into a new market, um, or into a new experience can be really valuable. And I think, you know, everyone moving to, to online meetings for COVID has been super beneficial from a networking perspective, because now you can visit a networking group wherever, you know, I've been to networking groups in Europe, Um, I'm in Canada, so I've visited a bunch all over the States. It's really limitless now. So I think if you're wanting to grow, just try, like I said, try something new, or or maybe that's a completely new, um, you know, joining a charity board. That's something I've never done, but have thought about, um, to get exposed to a new group of people. No, I think that's a, that's a really good way to think about that is to getting involved in something and even not, not specifically like the industry that you're trying to, you know, grow from a sales perspective or whatever, but I love, you know, getting in on a board with a charity, something that you have a little bit more passion around, I think is a a really good idea to share. Totally. And if it's something you love, then it's going to be easy. And you can even use that strategically. If you know, it's something that your ideal customer is going to be interested in as well. So they'll either also be volunteering or they'll be really into the fact that, you volunteer there because you share their values as well. So if you can check both those boxes, uh, that's a great way to network for your business. Love it. Here's a fun one. If you could go back to your 20 year old self, what would you tell yourself to do more of less of, or differently with regards to your professional career? Ooh, 20 year old self. I probably would have told my 20 year old self to network. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't start networking until I think it was 25 or 26. Uh, so definitely more of that, um, less of probably doubting myself. Um, I think once you get into your business, you realize that nobody really knows what they're doing. 
<laughs> you know, everyone's learning and growing as they go and no one's a hundred percent ready for the next step. So I think that, I mean, there's my- a level of just trusting, trusting your gut and your instincts, you know, a little bit, but, um, yeah, taking the time, I mean, reflecting back, yeah, networking is definitely important and definitely going to be a big part of the future, which we don't realize that until we're, you know, where we are today. (laughs) I look back and go, I wish I would have done more of that. Um, but yeah, like you said, at the end of the day, everyone's learning. No one's got it figured out. You know, there's a lot of books, but the books are based on their own experiences and they haven't had all the experiences that life provides. So um, being confident in that, knowing that everyone else is learning too, I think is an important part of that. Yeah. And I think, especially if you're, you know, young and thinking about networking, I think I would just, you know, if I saw a 20 year old jump at some of these networking, I would just be impressed that they were willing to put themselves out there. Totally. You know, not, I wouldn't go, who do they think they are 20 years old? They don't know anything yet. I'd be like, I'm impressed that they have this foresight um, and that they're willing to do something that when you're starting out is super uncomfortable. It's, and it's still very uncomfortable for some people that have been doing it for 20 years too. Oh, absolutely. You brought it up, the six degrees of separation. Who would be the one person that you would love to connect with? And do you think you could do it within the sixth degree? I have always wanted to meet Paula Cher from Pentagram. She is most well-known for designing the Citibank logo and the Journey, more than a feeling, album cover. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she's a phenomenal graphic designer. And I totally think I could. I don't know what those six degrees are. I have emailed her assistant, so... Oh, well, you're very close then. <laughs> yeah. I got a no, which is fine. That's step one. You tried. I, I give tried. you mad props for trying. Um, but I think I could. <laughs> what would be a different angle than her assistant? Because her assistant's job is to say no. It really. is to say no. Um, I think it would be going through a line of other industry designers. So I know a designer who knows a designer who knows a designer who knows Polish Air, I think is probably the better way to go. When are you going to start that? I, I don't know. I, just <laughs> put it out. I should put it out there. All right. Um, I'm going to give you the opportunity to interview me. What's something that you'd like to ask me? I am curious how podcasting has affected your brand. And that can either be your personal brand or your business. Um, it's been huge from a thought leadership perspective. Um, you know, when I first started it a few years ago, it was kind of neat, uh, locally to show up at a networking event and I knew half the room and the other half of the room knew me because of my podcast, which was awesome. Um, but now, you know, the, the reach has, has gone way beyond the local market. I've got listeners on a global level, uh, you know, I've got guests, uh, globally, and it's just been a fantastic way to really position myself as someone who's got a lot of um, connections and expertise in in marketing and networking, branding. I love it. What is one, or give me a couple even, um, something that someone, like something that's really surprising about networking and networking via podcast? 
surprising about now. You know, what I love is that I'm just meeting so many amazing people. One of the things that really, I guess, was a surprise that I did not expect is when I was, when I first got started and I was interviewing some extremely, you know, talented experts uh, and, and, and their space. And after the show was done, I stopped the recording. Um, they'd say, oh, do you know this person? Yeah, you should get them on your show. And I'm like, oh, so like it, we're actually networking without me even trying to do it, you know? So I just thought that was the, one of the coolest things that happened is that more and more people were coming to me and it didn't even, I didn't have to do any work to find my next guest. And I still don't, which is great. That's amazing. Yeah, because that's how we were connected as well. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Um, now, I believe you have an offer to share with our listeners, don't you? Uh, I do. Yeah. Um, on the Paperlime creative website, paperlime.ca, we have a free brand audit that you can download uh, and it goes through all the different parts of your brand. So it's a great tool to use. We recommend to do it every two or three years. Brands are always growing and changing. So it's it's never a one and done with your brand. So if you want to take a look and review your brand, uh, check out that free download. That's awesome. And it looks like you got to share your, your information, which is totally fine because I'm sure the information that you are providing is going to be high value to our listeners. Thank you so much. So uh, Katie, do you have any final word or advice to offer our listeners with regards to growing and supporting your network? Ooh, I would say, you know, it's probably super hokey, but be yourself um, and get curious about other people and it all falls into place after that. Love it. So if you can I do those two things. Yeah. Be, be yourself is, is an authentic is my number one rule when it comes to net, networking. Uh, uh, people can see through that. Come on. Totally. <laughs> I, I always like to say that they can smell the fake. So <laughs> you gotta be, you gotta be true to you, right? Absolutely. And I mean, if you're fake, then you're not going to get the clients you want or the connections you want anyway. So exactly. I, yeah. I agree with that. Um, all right. So if anyone was interested in getting in contact with you, what is the best way that they can reach you? Um, the very best way to reach me is through email, just Katie, K-A-T-I-E at paperlime.ca. Uh, we're also on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and then of course the website paperlime.ca. Great. So much. We will include that information in our show notes. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today. Awesome. Thanks for having me again, Laurie. Absolutely. All right. This wraps up our episode of Social Capital. Huge thank you to Katie for taking the time to connect with us. As mentioned before, make sure you reach out, connect with me on LinkedIn, connect with Katie on LinkedIn. Definitely looking forward to hearing from you and what you thought about the show. I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day and we look forward to listening and I look forward to you listening in to our next conversation. That's all for this episode of the Social Capital Podcast. Visit socialcapitalpodcast.com for show notes, more episodes, and to see who will be on the show next. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next episode.